Greetings, everyone. This is Leslie Miles. And on our last topic, we discussed uh, the truth about black people in the Bible. So I thought it was only befitting that we also explain the truth about white people in the Bible. And so that's what we will be covering today. And as a matter of human history, we must begin with the people who survived the 40-day flood of Noah. And so we know that only six people repopulated the earth after exiting the ark. And Noah and his wife were in the ark. Noah's uh, oldest son, Japheth, and his wife, they were in the ark. And we have Noah's Middle Eastern son, uh, Shem and his wife, they were in the ark. And we also have Noah's youngest son, Ham, uh, and his wife. They were in the ark. They exited the ark. And so we also know that Noah and his wife did not have any other children after exiting the ark. And so it's these three sons with their three wives. They repopulated um, the earth. Um, however, Noah was 600 years old when he entered the ark, and that can be found in Genesis 7, 6. And so God allowed Noah to live another 350 years after the ark rested in the region of the Middle East, and we call that uh, Mount Arak, A-R-A-T. And today that would be Turkey, and that can be found in Genesis 8, 4. And so God called Noah a perfect and just man in his generation. And scripture tells us that Noah walked with God. And that is found in Genesis 6-9. So Noah was given another 350 years to continue to teach his sons and daughters and grandchildren and all the other descendants. Teach them about the living God for 300 and uh, 50 years. And so all of the days of Noah altogether were 950 years He passed, and he passed away. And that is found in Genesis 9, 29. And the Bible referred to these as men of old. After Noah, uh, God did not allow any other human beings to live for hundreds of years. So Noah is very, very special. And God chose him and his sons to repopulate the earth. And so we know that we can trace the history of any race of people or nationality of any given person from one of these three sons of Noah. And so when we trace Noah's first son, Japheth, we know that Japheth was white. He was Caucasian. And we know this by his descendants because all of Japheth's descendants were white. None of them had a melanin. And what's really surprising is that is that there are only four verses in the Old Testament about Japheth's history and his descendants. And that's because Japheth did not remain in the Middle East after exiting the ark, uh, where Noah and his uh, two sons, Shem and Ham, settled. Uh, Japheth moved away and explored a new dwelling place, and they named this new land Europe. And that is in Genesis 10, 2 through 5. And so when we research the sons and descendants of Japheth, we learn that all of them are located in Europe. We have his son Gomer, and uh, research shows us that that's Europe. And he had a son named Magad, and that's uh, Russia, Eastern Europe. And then we have one named Madaya, and that one is around the Mediterranean Sea, which is also uh, Europe. And then we have Javan, and that's in Europe. And then we have Eliza, E-L-I-S-H-A-H, -S 
he was uh, uh, discovered a territory called Greece, and that is the first uh, established city of Europe. And so his grandson, and this name is very important to us, his grandson was named Askenaz, and he was European. And uh, we can find that in Genesis 10, uh, 2-4. And so we need to understand that European Jews are called Askenazi Jews because they carry the DNA and bloodline of Japan. And that's why they're called Russian Jews, Poland Jews, German Jews, um, any of the Jews that are over in the um, European countries. They are the descendants of Japan and not the descendants of Ham. I mean, uh, Shem. Shem was Middle Eastern. He had the complexion of a tan. The same way you see Middle Eastern people look today, that's the way they looked back then. And so uh, Japan's descendants, they converted to Judaism and that's how they became uh, Jews, but they do not carry any of the bloodline of the Old Testament Jews who would be Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, and Moses. These were people of color. And so when God scattered the bloodline, the, the people of color, he the, um, uh, uh, who descended from Shem, God dis, uh, 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 scattered them all over the world because they violated his very first commandment and God was very strict about giving those commandments to Moses. And so when they sought after other gods and bowed down to them and uh, uh, carved them and worshiped them, then God's punishment is that he scattered these original Jews all over the world. And we know that uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, that he conquered them in 586 BC. And that can be found in Daniel 1.1. And so 70 years later, some of the original Jews did return to their homeland. But in uh, AD 135, the great Roman Empire conquered Babylon. And then they also conquered Persia. And they destroyed Jerusalem. And they scattered those remaining Jews. And so for 2,000 years, Israel was not really Israel. It was owned by various nations. First, uh, Babylon, which we just said Nebuchadnezzar uh, seized it, and then Persia owned it. And then um, the great Roman Empire, I believe they conquered uh, Persia. And then Palestine uh, owned it at one point. And lastly, the great Roman Empire. And so up until uh, Jesus' time, so all this, and you know, we have a lot of uh, history in the Old Testament, but all of that history belongs to uh, Shem, who are the Hebrews, and Ham, who are the Africans. That's the Old Testament history. As I said, Japheth's descendants had migrated or found a new dwelling place, which they named Europe. And so that's why we do not find white people in the Middle East today. And so slowly, some of the original Jews did return back to Israel, but they were very few, and they were at odds with the Palestinians. And so now uh, the Palestinians owned it because they had conquered their foes. And so that did not work out for them, for the few remaining uh, Jews of color. But after the death of Hitler in 19, you know, we have all these wars, World War I, World War II, and Hitler, uh, after he was defeated, 
1948, Israel finally became a state in the Middle East again because it was no longer a state. It was no longer even called Israel. It was called Palestine. And so when we look at the news today and we see all this conflict between the Palestinians and the Jews, it's because of this history. One believed that the land belongs to them, and we know the Bible tells us that God did give it to the uh, Hebrews, but the Hebrews also lost it. So this matter will not be settled until Jesus comes. It's going to be conflict for as long as both have breath, because they truly believe that the land belongs to each one of, of them. And so understand that Ashkenazi Jews living in Israel today are white Jews. They're not the bloodline Jews of a color of the Old Testament. And so you will not find any white Jews in Israel today intermingling with or marrying black Ethiopian Jews. And I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but we have a 2% population of Israel which are Ethiopian Jews. But back in the day when Jews were of color, then we know that Moses married an Ethiopian uh, uh, woman. And um, we can find that in Numbers 12.1. Or we can refer to Judah, and he was the fourth son of Jacob, and he was married to a Canaanite black African woman. That's in um, Genesis 38. And so it's very important that we understand that we will not find any history in the Old Testament of Japheth's descendants. That is uh, history that belongs to Shem and Ham. And so, but white history does pick up again under the New Testament. Um, we don't really want to accept that that's the way it is, but this is the truth. That's why it's titled The Truth About White People in the Bible. So when we get to the New Testament, because there was a 400-year gap between the Old Testament and the book of uh, Matthew when, after uh, Jesus was born. And so all this time, you know, a lot of things happened. That great Roman Empire was a very cruel empire. It was a racist uh, empire. They... Uh, enslaved people. They treated people of color very cruelly. And so we understand now where racism comes from because they had conquered so much territory in the Middle East and Israel, then they considered themselves uh, a super race. And so they uh, established white supremacy. And so let's see what happened with this uh, super race supposed to be uh, superior to every other race of people. Well, we're going to show you just how superior they were. And so we look at Pontius Pilate. He was under the New Testament after Jesus was born. And so he ordered the crucifixion of Jesus. And that can be found in John 19, 16. And so then we have Herod the Great. He was a Caucasian under uh with great authority under this uh, great Roman empire. And what did he do? He slaughtered and killed innocent Jewish babies because he was trying to kill Jesus. And that can be found in Matthew 2.16. And then we have his son who learned all his ways because they were, you know, this is who they became. And to be uh, quite frank about it, they became this way because they did not remain under the teaching of Noah that 350 years. And we know what happens when God is away, 
and no one is teaching the word of God, then Satan comes and he take full control. And that's what happened under the great Roman uh, empire. And so let's see what else they did. So we're talking about Herod the Great's son. His name was Antipas. And uh, he was Caucasian, of course. And what did he do? He beheaded John the Baptist. This is what white history is in the Bible. And we can find it right in Mark uh, 6, 25 through 27. And so the same um, uh, Antipas, son of uh, Herod the Great, he killed the apostle James with the sword and he persecuted the church and he put Peter in prison. And that can be found in Acts 12, 1 through 5. And so we'll go with uh, Nero. See, a lot of white history is not in the Bible, but you can find it, you can Google it, and you'll find it for yourself. And the next great emperor of this great Roman Empire was Nero. And Nero was such an evil man that it was, actually it was illegal to practice any religion under the uh great Roman Empire back in those days, 300 years later, yes, they did accept some forms of uh, religion after they turned it into what they wanted it to be and made Jesus a white man and so on and so forth. But uh, Nero, he was so thirsty for power, he killed his own mother and his own brother to maintain power because he saw them as a threat. And so while he was ruling, and many people say that he was mentally disturbed. Uh, while he was ruling, he had the disciple Peter uh, crucified, just like Jesus. And he did that in 68 or uh, 67 AD. And this same cruel, crazy Emperor Nero, he also beheaded the Apostle Paul in 64 AD. So if you want to know what white history is in the Bible, this is it. And so when you see um, the pictures of Jesus and the picture of Paul, and they're all depicted as Caucasian, that's because they do not want their real history to be told because they came and they descended from a cruel race of people who did not know God and did not uh, fear God. They had their power within themselves. And so... This is white people in the Bible, and if you'd like to read all the details about it, you can go to Amazon and download my book, The Truth About White People in the Bible. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, so now you have both sides. You have the side of um, Japheth, white people in the Bible, and what happened to them, and you have the truth about black people in the Bible, and uh, you also have uh, the history of the original Jews of color and you can decide for yourself what you want to believe. But this is the truth. This is truth that has been hidden for many, many years. But God is revealing this to us today because all things covered up must be exposed. And that's what God is doing. So thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to support my podcast, you can do so by clicking the support button. And there you can subscribe for $4.99. Per month, we use all the funds uh, uh, generated from this podcast to feed the hungry in Africa. So thanks so much for listening. Until tomorrow when we come with a brand new episode, take care.